Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Well, hello, I'm uh, Jim Gerhardt, along with Patrick Lavery from New Jersey 101.5 News. Uh, Pat, i got to start today to get something kind of off my chest, in a sense. I've been okay. wrestling with the devil, with the angels, I guess, let's put it that way. And <laughs> sure. Gone to the mat with the, the numinous powers <laughs> over this. Uh, <laughs> it all it, it gets down to this, uh, with the sentencing, the stories you've seen, the sentencing mm-hmm. of, of Carton. Yes. Who uh, people didn't know used to work here years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to those days, I don't know what's happened since then, but going back to those days when he was here for about three years, uh, he was pretty well universally considered by the staff to be, as I'd expressed before, a cancer on the radio station. Mm. Here was a man that operated out of uh, uh, relentless malice toward former or fellow employees, especially me. I don't know why. I never met him. Okay. Never met him in three years. I did the morning show. He did the afternoon show. Right. There was about a three-hour gap in there, four-hour gap in between, Mm -hmm. so I was gone. He came in. But for some reason, every day, they would come up with something to malign me. I don't know why. I used to say, well, that old guy in the morning. Uh, And so I, at the time, you know, people would say, well, why don't you, why don't you get back? Well, there's an old axiom that mm-hmm. I think is very sound that says, never get into a pissing match with a skunk. <laughs> and I thought that, that that was the better part of discretion there. Yeah, yeah. But he did totally malicious things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, for example, uh, as a classic example, I was shopping at the market. Mm-hmm. And we were on television in the morning at the time. Yeah. And so people locally would get to know you and who you are. I was in the checkout line, and a lady came in and said, do you know what they're saying about you on the radio? I said, well, no, I have no idea. Well, it's awful. You should hear what they're saying about you <laughs> in the afternoon. Well, come to find out, he had come up with a story, and they did about 20 minutes on this, that I had made fun of ladies with breast cancer. And had maligned them and was somehow disparaging them. Mm-hmm. In my wildest flight of fancy, it would never, even even evil fancy, <laughs> right. I would never have thought of such a thing. Right. It was ridiculous. Most people wouldn't. No. Yeah. Uh, and yet this is the kind of stuff that he did. And at the time, it got, it got bad. And so I see the, you know, talked to the general manager of the station and said, look, at least in that case, have him go on and say that was a mistake. That was mm-hmm. not true. Nothing like that ever happened. Yeah. Well, the manager says, well, no, he doesn't apologize for anything. I said, no apology. Just say it was wrong. Well, he doesn't do that. And I, I said, well, well Andy, why, why do you put up with this stuff? Yeah. He said, well, he's going to make me a whole lot of money. Right. Now, at the time, I thought he meant, oh, he's going to get great ratings, which at the time, his ratings weren't any different than anybody else's, mm-hmm. except in his mind. He right. was running the radio station, right. and uh, he, everybody else here was sort of hanging on his coattails, mm. L- lucky to be able to feed our families on based on his <laughs> genius, uh, which he expressed to, to everybody. 
But I, looking back, um, and I had to think after this, uh, the Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Maybe he's letting the general manager in on the, on the Ponzi. <laughs> I don't know. He was going to make him a whole lot of money. The, uh, the point is, and, and I, I think what gets me now, this, this was a very unhappy time. Mm. And he would yeah. do this daily. Now, he had a toady sidekick, mm. and the sidekick was a good broadcaster, but he never got a chance to broadcast goodly because right. his job was simply everything that Carton said. His job was to say, that's right. Oh, indubitably. Yeah, without any doubt. <laughs> and so he sort of went along with the gag. He had to, I guess, to keep the job. Yeah. But uh, and it, it left some very bad feelings. Very sure. bad feelings. Uh, and uh, I notice now... I guess what brings this up and brought it back to light, the immense public relations campaign that's being mm -hmm. put on right now to right. save him. Now, he was, for anybody who might not know this, and I wouldn't expect everybody to, he was involved in, what, $5 million, I believe it was, financial scam. Yeah, I don't know the exact... Stole, huh? I don't know the exact figure, yeah, but it, it, it was, was wide-ranging. Uh, yeah, yeah and, and in a sense, he stole money from people yeah. through fraud. Yeah. He was convicted of it. Many mm -hmm. counts, a laundry list of accounts. Yeah. Now, his, as best I can remember, is probably the biggest financial fraud since Bernie Madoff. Well, Bernie Madoff right. uh, manned up. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> and he said, I did it. It was wrong. And he faced up the logical consequences of his act. Sure. He didn't put on a public relations circus and claim, you know, the usual thing. It's obligatory to say you were abused when you were a kid. And you were picked on in school and all of this business. Mm. And uh, M&M's melted in your hand when you were a kid. And right. uh, so uh, this sort of got me. And you get now uh, the people who are defending him and, and are begging for mercy yeah. uh, from the court. I don't know who the judge is, know nothing about the judge. Judges are human. Mm -hmm. They may be affected by this. Uh, and so we have former uh, Governor Chris Christie yep. is begging now for, oh, mercy for this wonderful person. Right. And why? I don't know his motives, of course. Obviously, he has a motive. Yeah. But it, will this set some kind of a, uh, uh, what, a, a, a mood in the, uh, uh, the judge to actually mitigate the sentence? Now, his partner in this scam... The partner yes. got, what, two years? Yes, I believe so. Now, you would expect the ringleader to get more, but I don't know what, what they are. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. And and when you mention this this uh, PR campaign and all these letters, there were some 90 letters that were written uh, yeah. on his behalf. Oh, yeah. It's very well organized. Yeah. And, of course, uh, that's what I thought was kind of Oh, and also the, one, one, of the, uh, one of the claims is, in yeah. addition to this abuse, I have no idea about that, naturally. Mm. Could be, or who knows. But uh, I remember he did a, uh, uh, an interview with the Star-Ledger, which is the largest circulation newspaper yeah. in New Jersey. And the interview was about politics and about him and his life. Mm. And the only thing that had got anything back to the young life, there's nothing like that, Alex, but he did indicate that he had a very difficult time sort of animosity to his father. Okay. And it seemed like what you gleaned from reading the story, the problem was that his father, who I believe was a, a, a doctor, a physician, okay. didn't have sufficient appreciation for his son's uh, cosmic high qualities. Right. It wasn't right. appreciated. Yeah. I don't know if that's abuse uh, in the mind of a person 
right. of, of that mindset, I guess it is. If you feel that you are the light of the noonday sun, yeah, uh, then and anybody who doesn't go along with the gag. Uh, but I, again, uh, to try to make an end of the thing, the uh, feeling I have a great ambivalence. Right. See, on the one hand, mm-hmm. you have, and I deeply believe this, the Buddhist Dharma. It says when you harbor anger in your heart towards someone, mm-hmm. it's like picking up a hot coal and throwing at him. You yeah. get burned very badly. It doesn't bother him at all. I'm sure any criticism would roll off this person's back. Right. Uh, so I get caught between that and when one is supposed to forgive those who have done what to me was considered evil at that time. Mm. And uh, the natural desire to, uh, well, it's not a natural desire, but it's something we, f- we should forgive people. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this everything every religion and, and moral code would say, well, you know, you're not going to yeah. you're not going to get over this. Until Absolutely. So I would say at this point, now maybe we'll talk some more about this next week as this gets further along. OK. In spite of this overwhelming PR campaign. And again, we'll see how that works out. Uh, I would say to, to Craig Carton for what you did, to, the malice that you endlessly aimed to me when you worked here. I forgive you. But I hope the judge throws the book at you. Yeah. You you can have it both ways. That's that's fine. If if Oh thank if, you. I, if I was you, I was wondering. If you if if <laughs> you if, of... if you want it both ways, I, I, I think that's that's perfectly fair and, and just. And it, it just speaks to you know, if he truly had this this malice in in his heart as you have described, and I have no reason to believe that that he didn't. I don't know the man. Um but it, it just speaks to some of the hangers on that he has accumulated over the years, not, not yeah. the governor mm-hmm. no. um, and, and mm-hmm. not certain people who used to work here uh, who may have written on, on his behalf, but um, you know, to, to have all of these people write letters, I don't know if I could find 90 people who could spell my name. Well, he had a, and I must say, and I do not understand the, uh, the, the psychological mechanics of this. He had a, an almost demonic, ability mm. to influence people yeah uh and to to exercise power get loyalty for people he had, again he had his toadies here sure but again i i just <laughs> the, the first thing when i saw the pr campaign and all mm. these hearts are bleeding i thought of the trial and here i can see this remember the scene in the christmas story in, mm-hmm. in the classroom where little ralphie had given his uh his 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 uh, his story, his theme, his composition. Right. And then when he came in, he saw in his in his mind. He imagined the teacher giving it a a a a. Right. And then there was music broke out, and he the kids picked him up, carried him around on their shoulders. Yeah. Had a vision of this in the courtroom with all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. The judge would be dissolved in tears from these stories, <laughs> racked with sobs. Yeah. The jury drowned in tears. Angels, winged seraphs with stringed <laughs> instruments. <laughs> tears running down their face about this poor man, this poor. But, but you know, again, it, it's, the, it's the old thing, and it works, to make yourself a victim. Yeah. If you're accused of anything. Something that we've talked about uh, at, at length in the, in the past. Yeah. yeah uh, this is the thing. With victimization comes entitlement. Mm-hmm. Now, it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see that if this ends up a successful PR campaign. Right. And like the kid in Chicago, the actor. Yeah, Jussie Smollett. Mm-hmm. Who ended up uh, just walking 
out of the whole thing. Right. As of, yeah, just yesterday. Yeah. Uh, then if that is the thing that happens, uh, then I would not find it out of keeping <laughs> with right. the current trend. So uh, th- there was, oh, just gosh, the old stream of consciousness thing going yeah. here. This is beside that. It does work. Now, this goes back a few years. This would go back to the middle 90s. Mm. There was a murderer. I think his name, his young man, his name was Yaki Williams from Willingboro in Burlington County. Okay. He had, according to what he was convicted, of course, of pretty much assassinating uh, a lady, and it may have been more, but at a fast mm-hmm. food store for no particular reason, a young man. Right. Okay. And he just came in and blew him away. No, no reason whatever. Mm. And during the sentencing at that time, there was a death penalty in New Jersey. Right. And they had the death penalty hearing with the, with the jury again. Well, the lawyers played the old uh, poor childhood, the old childhood you know, mm-hmm. abuse card, yeah, which is obligatory. They have to try that. Mm-hmm. But they did, and, and it ended up with a couple of jurors actually crying. Now, mm. what was one of the things that they said? The, the, the lawyer said, can you imagine a life? Nobody ever went to this poor child and said, hey, Yaki, let's go to a hockey game. Right. Well, nobody ever said that to me. Right. I, right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I never met anybody. <laughs> well, okay, so enough said on that. I'm sure there's yeah. more to come. But I guess in, in essence, it is that I had to have to kind of deal with that one way or the other because yeah. it, it was a very, very difficult time. Sure. And it was the kind of thing that uh, there's nothing you can do back except come in and smack somebody in the mouth. Right. And that is not, doesn't solve a whole lot anyway. No. So, okay, moving along, moving right along. Oh, the other thing, oh, not, not, not regarding that. Right. The, uh, the, 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 in the marijuana, the, the legalized marijuana, yeah. this was the old classic thing of a mountain went into labor and delivered a mouse. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard it that huge way. Machinery of government. Yeah. And then they ended up with, uh, with not having enough votes to pass it. Yeah. Now, we were told before that if they didn't, they'd have to wait until after the recess. They, they wanted to, Steve Sweeney initially wanted to, indicated that he wanted to wait until after the November yeah. election. But now they're, they're being urged to push it. They yeah. want to try it again in May is, is what I'm hearing. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out in New Jersey, medicinal marijuana, if we don't accept it, the state's going to come around and give it to you in an enema. Right. They're, they're just totally damn determined that yeah. you are going to get stoned and, and one yet, way or the other. And yet now, as we talked about last week, the state's own towns are turning on it yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in numbers that right now amount to about a tenth of all towns in the state, and that number probably will continue to grow. And you mentioned even maybe Atlantic City had, had right. considered doing it right, of all right, places. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> I, I think what's behind all this, this is essentially something that is a burning item of apostolic zeal mm-hmm. with the left. Yeah. More than, than the conservatives, especially the progressive so-called. My idea is that they see in marijuana what Aldous Huxley saw in the novel Brave New Worlds mm-hmm. in a soma. Mm-hmm. Remember soma? Soma was something that everybody had to take. Yes. I don't know what form. I think it's pills or whatever it was. Right. Dosage. But you had to take it because what happens is it provides a very docile, <laughs> tranquil electorate out there. And people are just going to yeah. be sort of thrown out of, out of intellectual gear, yeah. critical gear. 
and just put up with anything the government comes up with. So it's a very good form of mind control. Oh, the thing I mentioned last week yeah. that, that, of course, was very big is law enforcement, how you'd know if somebody's impaired. Right. Well, I know you saw the story that yes. the station had on. What they're going to do is take pictures. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and then right. somebody later is supposed to interpret from the picture. Yeah whether you were impaired or not. Yeah, I think that was uh, Monday of this week. I believe David Mathau had uh, that very yeah. story that you and I uh, had talked about uh, the possibilities for last week. And it almost, and, and this was no fault of David's reporting, I just think this is the way it is, it almost invited more questions than answers. Yes, yes. Yeah. But oh, I think they're just throwing up... Uh, dust here right to, uh, to, to just sort of put that aside and and, and 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 do you see and and i i know that it's i know that it's different parties obviously but do you see any parallel because because i think i do um between you know this was the i think the major issue of phil murphy's campaign for governor well certainly yes and if he doesn't get this done I wonder how that bodes for his reelection chances, because we, we have been we have been very wary to reelect a Democratic governor in mm-hmm. in this state. Now, I, I see a parallel to President Trump and the wall having been one of his uh, or possibly his biggest mm-hmm. promise. The difference between Trump and Murphy is that Trump, having lived almost his entire adult life in the media, Trump can sell a failure, and Murphy can't. <laughs> well, I'll tell you another thing. Uh, another of uh, the tenets, I guess the four noble truths, yeah. if you want, right. of the campaign was the minimum wage. Right. And I understand that now has come back to possibly haunt even Democrats because they want to fiddle and toy with that. I understand that since they enacted that, and, and the minimum wage did not at this point go up that much. Right. But since that was enacted, they've lost what was published 90 300 jobs yeah. have yeah. gone across the state. So they're seeing some fallout from that, and now they want to tweak that and, and put in a back door and so that if economic circumstances are such that we don't like them, then we can rescind the, uh, the increase that's scheduled to come up. And I don't know what that breakdown is of, of the 9,300. Uh, you and I had theorized previously, and, and there's been no... Uh, legislation put on the books actually for this but you and i had theorized previously that one of the first domino effects might be our uh, long-awaited uh controversial uh potential move to self-serve gas mm-hmm. um now the other yeah. thing that you had had mentioned to me was fast food and i yeah. will tell you that i uh, just this past weekend i drove uh by our local mcdonald's and the McDonald's, uh, having fulfilled their uh, St. Patrick's Day quota of shamrock shakes, <laughs> shut down for renovations. Oh, really? And I bet when they reopen, there will be a lot more of those um, DIY uh, kiosks and mm. uh, touch screens that you can order yourself, leading to less employees at the McDonald's. Well, you used to plead years ago when they were first talking about this. I mean, it's fine. You like to see people doing well. But mm-hmm. most of these jobs are in the service industries part-time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. few people, uh, statistically across the country, are engaged in full-time minimum wage jobs. Right. But one of the things in the fast food industry, there is an organization, I think a company in San Francisco, I believe it mm-hmm. was, who came out with automated system of making hamburgers. And they say that the yeah. hamburgers are the best you ever tasted. They're right. perfect. 
utter consistency. Yeah. Now this is a machine, right? Or, or uh, you know, whatever the robotics are that do it. You would not need help, right. and even the cashier could be automated. They've done that in Japan with these drive-in or, or, or quick, oh, yeah. fast sushi. Well, organizations, uh, everything is totally automated. Absolutely. I, driving to work sometimes to do this shift, it's, you know, it'll be 2.45 in the morning or something like that. And I will stop at Quick Check on the way. Mm-hmm. And Quick Check has the auto checkout, uh, like you see in a lot of the grocery stores. Yeah. So I will go into Quick Check. There will maybe be someone sweeping the floor. There will maybe be someone back at the deli counter. But if I go to the refrigerator case to get a bottle of soda and I bring that to the counter and I check it out myself, I can walk in and out of that store ostensibly without ever having seen a person. Yeah. Well, here to me is is the potential fallout from that kind of thing. If you do eliminate the young people especially who have these jobs. Right which is not only a job, it's a pastime, it's something to do. You could have, if they get into the automation business mm-hmm. with this whole huge industry, yeah. then they could provide a superior product at a lesser price, right. which is fine for the customers. But you are going to have uh, what a population of young people with no jobs right? if you eliminate those jobs. Yeah. And, and I think that's a, a, a bit of a reverse from what people thought would happen. A, a lot of opponents said, well, 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 hold, hold on a second. Now you're going to have 15-year-olds that are starting their careers in the workforce mm-hmm. at $15 an hour and just think that they're entitled to that rather than starting at 7 or 8 and having to, to build their yeah. way up. But now they may not even have those opportunities. And what throws something of a, of a monkey wrench into the, the economic machinery is – the ratcheting effect. Yeah. If the minimum wage goes up to a certain level, mm-hmm. then everything above it has to go up. Sure. Because there's always a pay differential for right. different functions, right. and different divisions of labor. Sure. And so this is like the unions do, especially the teachers union has made great capital on this. Mm-hmm. You keep increasing the starting pay right. and everybody else gets ratcheted up, you know, yeah. proportionately. Right. Right. So, uh, one, one more thing to touch on here that you would know certainly more than I, because I just noticed this this morning. There is finally, and this has been coming up since back in the 70s, as I recall, a mm. euthanasia right. bill. I don't know what they're calling it, but it has a long title. But essentially, it means that you would have the right to take your own life under certain circumstances. Right, correct. Like being pronounced terminally ill. And no, not, I think it's not having more than six months to live. Yeah, you, you would have to, you, to have no, no more than six months to live. Um, you would have to request this life-ending medication uh, twice within a 15-day period for them to consider it. Uh, now, change your mind. That would, right. That would have to be witnessed by, I think, at least two people who are not family members. Um, you do still reserve the right to change your mind. The most controversial uh, part of this, though, is you get the medication, you take it home. The doctor is not allowed to supervise oh, you really? giving yourself this medication. Well, it's not like the Kevorkian where they, no. they really had people in attendance. No. But you could have your family around if you were that <laughs> right. morbid. Right. Well, so this was the debate that we were having. You know, do you get into bed and take these pills and gather your family around and and have them watch you drift off, you know, mm. slowly in, into the afterlife? Or or does something go wrong? 
and the, your family has to watch you seize and flail away on what would be your deathbed if this medication doesn't take effect. Who, what mortal, no matter how well-educated or experienced, can say how long somebody's going to live? There are people right. <laughs> who have right. been pronounced terminally ill. you got a week to live oh my around 20 years later. Right, right. I think what a classic, well, I, I, I'm a history buff, of mm. course. We have Alexander Nevsky, who was sort of the first, wasn't called a czar in Russia, but he was mm. the first, say, king, you know, consolidated the country. At one time, he became seriously ill. They assumed yeah. he was going to die. And everybody made the proper arrangements, and they fought out succession and this usual yeah. stuff. And come to find out, one day from his deathbed, he got up and said, you know, uh, you know, he felt great right. and, and lived another 50 years. Well, so uh, this sort of thing. But again, if, and, and it's hard to put yourself into, into uh, I, I'm assuming that a person would make that choice because they're suffering. Yeah. Because that, that certainly does something to you. What is to prevent you from just going ahead and taking something at home anyway? Yeah, I, that's another. What is the advantage in the legality? Is there something in the legal? I, uh, I, will, I, I will tell you this. On the day this week, um, that that legislation advanced, a man in New Jersey, I think this was in Parsippany, um, was actually charged, if you can believe this, and uh, the terminology is not quite right, but essentially he was charged with suicide. And let me explain that. Yeah. yeah. he He's 79 years old. I think his wife was around the same age, and she was terminally ill mm-hmm. and was interested in ending her life. So he procured a gun, he sat her down in a chair and laid down a, a tarp in their garage, put the gun in her hand, and then, you know, went to the store. And when he came back, she had shot herself and she was dead. But now he is being charged with being basically an accomplice to mm-hmm. her suicide. Well, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. That's 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 one angle to to take. Um, But I the person that I thought of when you were saying, you know, how how are we to determine how long a person can live? Can you remember 30 years ago what a death sentence, uh, an HIV diagnosis is? And that Magic Johnson is still alive. And not only that, but owns two professional sports teams, you know, at at, at this point, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. speaks to. We don't know how long we're going to live. This is true. I mean, you could come out uh, a week into the waiting period, I guess, or the uh, with a cure. Right. Or right. whatever it is. These mm-hmm. things are always possible. Well, I don't know. It's a choice people are going to make. Right. They obviously are. But I just wonder why you would want to go through the complete legality, because yeah. nobody is necessarily abetting you in this right and people just go off very quietly and do these things i don't know i tell you what this uh just wrap this up here yeah now that i've 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 wrestled with the (laughs) numinous powers over the uh you've wrestled with your dogs too uh, oh god wrestling with the dogs i'm (laughs) sitting i'm sitting well this is this is irrelevant but i'm sitting here with a blown rotator cuff right Hardly able to lift a cup of coffee with my left hand <laughs> as a result of breaking up a oh. dog fight last night. Oh, my goodness. And the, the time before, about a month ago, I broke up a dog fight and lost the end of a finger. Right, so right. This time I didn't get bitten. Yeah. Uh, I, th- this has nothing to do with anything we've talked about. Uh, but 
I thought this was very interesting and a comment. Remember, the Reader's Digest used to have a feature called Life in These United States. Yeah. Little stories. And this is just one. A West Virginia industry group has successfully fought new clean water standards for the state by arguing that because so many state residents are obese, their bodies can handle more pollution. (laughs) 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 uh, Honest to goodness here. Uh, Pollution from coal and chemical plants. The new EPA-backed regulations don't account for several factors, they say, including body weight, said the West Virginia Manufacturers (laughs) Association. Finally, one more. (laughs) This is sort of life in this universe. NASA revealed that a large meteor exploded in the atmosphere in December, releasing 10 times as much energy as Hiroshima. The explosion occurred over the Bering Sea, which is why nobody noticed. I mean, how lucky can you get? Right. You get a Tangushka all over again. And you just wonder if sooner or later, everything we're talking about here is totally moot <laughs> you know, because one's going to drop over Sukasama someday. Right. You, you, brought up, you brought up NASA, which, which brought to mind something that I heard yesterday or, or the day before. Um, there was supposed to be next month um, the first ever all-female spacewalk. Yeah. You know how they do one of those spacewalks. Uh-huh. And can you believe... In this era of Me Too and equal rights and and Time's Up and everything like that, they had to cancel the spacewalk because NASA did not have enough female suits. Can you believe that? I thought you were going to say they didn't have the right ethnic mixture. No, no, they they didn't have enough female-fitted spacesuits. Well... I guess it's too obvious to say, why didn't they just make a couple more? <laughs> well, I, that was what I thought, but apparently that can't be done. <laughs> well, it's their budget. You see, NASA's always crying. Right. Listen, Patrick, thank you. Patrick Lavery, I, I always enjoy your company very, very much and value your, your insight into the news. Thank and you. Uh, again, uh, good possibility. <laughs> Unless some great wave of public decency breaks out, we'll right. do this again next week. Thanks for listening to the new Jim Gerhardt podcast. Still cooking, and it's bigger than ever. From NJ1015.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.